This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Mary, it's a pleasure to have you. How are you? I am doing great, Philip. I'm so excited to be here. I love these kind of chats. <laughs> yes. And living a joyful life is the way things should be. Before we get into everything, sure. the way we love to kick things off on the show is by asking a very, uh, a very pointed question. And that is, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs by chance? I really do not. I come from a family of corporate people. <laughs> Oh. And that's my background. That's how I got into the corporate world for, for so many years. And it was only after I said, I've had as much fun as I'm going to have here. <laughs> and it's time for me now to go find some other fun that I kind of came to a crossroads in my life. And really, it was a number of things that happened to me that eventually got me on this path. Yeah, it's really interesting because a lot of people, their pinnacle of excellence is, uh, I mean, you were with Fortune 100 companies, right? I mean, we're, we're talking leaders in industries. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you said, this isn't for me. After a while, you know, what I, I tell people is I felt like at the end of it. So it was a little bit more than 25 years that I spent in two great companies and I would never change anything. That's the important to think, thing to think about too. But I got to a point where I felt like I was wearing a corporate costume every day and I'd have to put my costume on and go to work. And it was becoming highly uncomfortable. It just wasn't me anymore. And I realized that, you know, this sounds kind of funny, but, you know, in my realm of, of, of business and life coaching, I really felt like that was part of um, my losing myself. I had to show up as a as a senior level executive. You're there. You're you know your life. You're paid well by these companies, and it's an amazing uh, opportunity in many many ways. But you kind of have to do it the corporate way. And I realized sometimes I didn't like doing it the corporate ways. And while the beauty also of living in that realm is you get, you learn a lot of ways um, to become creative. You find ways to create solutions that fit with you, even if they don't quite exactly align <laughs> with what you understand the rules to be. So you get, it's a great training ground for so much, but it can feel hard after a while. And that was it. It wasn't fun for me anymore. And mm. I had a very progressive father who was in the corporate world all of his life, like 40 years plus. And he always said to me, if you're not having fun, you need to think about doing something else, find fun somewhere else. Now he never left the corporate world, but he always managed to have a position or do some project as an executive that he enjoyed doing. 
And that's what I found I did in those 25 plus years. I literally had 13 different jobs (laughs) and every one of them taught me something new. So it was fun while I was there. And then I got to a point and said, it's not fun anymore. And I also had a number of things happening in my personal life that I think, whatever you call that (laughs) source, the universe is saying it's time. Oh yeah. They made the choice for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it was okay. It's good. It all really turned out well, even though after I did leave, I had this sort of crossroads around my personal life as well. And, uh, and my health, you know, marriage, health, a lot of things kind of came together at that moment. I ended up divorcing. I had a life threatening physical condition, literally. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I divorced, what happened was I thought I should be happy, happy, happy now, you know, and I wasn't, it was, I was relieved, but I was empty. And so between, you know, in the midst of shifting jobs and divorcing all of my, I had a a health issue where it's a, well, they wanted me to have a full blown hysterectomy for a lot of reasons. And it didn't feel right for me. And they literally, the doctor looked me in the face and said, you have two weeks to decide this. This is life-threatening. You are so anemic. Like my number was eight, I remember. Oh, and, wow. and you, you, when you're at that place, it's really bad. She said, you have two weeks. You need to do it. And every cell in my body said, don't do it. Now, how, how stand there and reconcile that. But I was at such peace. And I found a person who literally, I'll call her sort of a spiritual psychologist guru. And I just met with her one in one session. I was able to go inside. This is was so profound for me. In the moment, I was able to go inside, forgive. <laughs> I had to forgive me, forgive my ex-husband, forgive anybody I had all these, you know, things that I was holding on to, right? I had to forgive and sort of, this sounds funny, but love myself more and know that I was worthy of having, you know, the rest of my life be great health-wise, business-wise, because I've never been the person to retire. So all of this happened literally in one session with this with this woman, I stopped bleeding and, and fibroids are all about bleeding. Yeah. Literally stopped bleeding never bled again, went back to the doctor the following week. She said, okay, you clearly didn't have surgery. This is like what happened. I explained it to her and she looked at me sort of like, okay, I hear of miracles like that happening because I told her it was a miracle. (laughs) And she said, but I've never experienced it before, but I am very happy for you. I just don't know what to say. The fibroids had disappeared and I've never had an issue since. There's so many powerful lessons to to the story you just shared. Uh, first that came to mind as we were talking was the fact that you talked about how fun and learning were tied together. And after a long enough career in corporate, there's only so much you can learn before you have to be the owner of what you're yeah, doing, right? right? So, so that's powerful in itself. But then awesome. we talk. I love that insight. But then, but then we talk about the ownership of your own personal life. And when everything was in disarray, right. And and things were falling apart 
and how that stress began to impact your health because it was so much going on at the same right. time, right? Right. That it wasn't until you looked for a way to take back ownership of your personal life as well that all exactly. of a sudden life opened up, conspired, if you will, to to put you in touch with someone that could bring those things together. So there's this there's this super strong theme of ownership in your story and 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 finding and seeking it and and, and pursuing that and then having it and what the results have been. So yeah. for me, the third thing that I realized is. See, a lot of young people will go online and they'll start to position themselves as coaches, right? Yeah. And sure, there's a, some, maybe they could be a TikTok coach, but, in, <laughs> yes. but until you've lived the yeah. way you have with reaching pinnacles in corporate culture and actually having a life that you had to fight through, right? Yeah. Now you have something to offer people who maybe aren't on the other side mm. of what it means to have a separation for the first time in their life or a life-threatening health issue for the first right. time in their life or right. a career, uh, what sort I'm looking for, uh, a career panic, right? A career identity panic. All of those things now position you to yeah. be able, since you're on the other side, help people come to the other side. So yeah. I think all of that is powerful. And I know that you're just getting started, even though you're you're, you're over here. Like I can hear the excitement and the passion. Yeah. In you. Mm. So I got to ask, what is keeping you so excited these days about the work that you do? Yeah, gosh, Philip. Okay, so literally, we're gonna talk for half an hour or so. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I could just go talk with people about all day. But you know, my that experience, you know, that I've had that let's say crossroads that I came to was so big for me in terms of understanding my human potential. So what keeps me so excited and alive and in some way or another, I will do this work forever, you know, whatever forever looks like for me. And that's a whole interesting conversation in and of itself. But I love to teach people about their human potential. We are far um, more powerful than the average person understands. In fact, we're not taught that at all. We're taught sort of that we're kind of weak and we always have to look outside of ourselves for something um, to get me what I want, to get that happiness and the joy and the success that I want. But the truth is, so I even brought this with me today. I don't know if you can see that it's sort it's covered. Can you see that quote by any chance? Yes. Uh, we do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. Yes. That's that's a fact. That's very that Joseph Campbell. Is, yes. So and this <laughs> happens to come from one of J.K. Rowling's books. So ah. she uses that in her Harry Potter books, right? Great books. <laughs> I love those books too. Talk about fun and magic. And that's really what I've, what has always sort of driven me in the fun realm. I've always liked fairy tales and magic and, and uh, fantasy kind of stuff, right? But this thing that we are really powerful inside of ourselves is the truth. And yet we've been taught to go outside of ourselves first instead of go inside of yourself and figure out who you are 
really, and I don't mean just even the humanness part of us, like my my human gifts and talents, even though we're all very unique, but there's something greater. And you just said it, right? The there's something greater out there. You know, when I talked about my my situation I was in, there's something greater out there. And we all give it a lot of different names, right? You can call that great source the universe or God or your higher self or spirit or I like to call it love because that's a whole connection yeah. to even quantum physics and energy and vibration, et cetera. But we are actually part of all of that. Like quantum physics and um, Max Planck's, the father of quantum physics, talks about we are all smaller energy fields as a part of this greater energy field. And what I do is I follow um, a couple of scientists one is a unified field physicist, and the other is, I'd say, a scientist and spiritualist. He brings it kind of all together. And they're actually uh, a couple of people that I think are magnificent right now because they are leading edge thought leaders, and they're all about human potential. So they're teaching us that here's this greater unified field of energy. And this whole energy grid is what's below everything that we call matter and solid. And that same energy is what we're comprised of. So we're part of the greater. And literally, we are able to mimic the power of the greater. And so when I speak to human potential, it's literally that. And it's so, you know, a lot of people talk about the power of your mind. But there's also so much science out there that proves that when our heart and our brains are in coherent states, that, wow, I, I get now that my heart is literally the most powerful part of my body. The 40,000 most powerful part cells in my body are around my heart. And when I go to my heart, all these signals go to my brain and they re release endorphins into my body. And they literally give me immunity, you know, they heal me, you know, they do so much for us. But we in our world have been taught to think, 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 be in your head. And, and what we do sometimes is we fight ourselves in our head. So what real leading edge science is proving is that if I can start with my heart, my heart will allow my brain to become coherent with it. And then the amazing piece of that is all of a sudden, my intuition is in, I'm developing it and I'm connected to it. And that, of course, in, intuition is this part of us that is part of this greater energy field. So now I'm taking in all this information that is accessible to me right here and right now. And it gives me this ability to expand my imagination, to uh, create, be a creative problem solver. I it, it, The science around it is so spectacular. It has this list and it says it this way. When your brain is experiencing happiness, which is what I'm talking about when you lead from your heart, you will make more money. If you're an entrepreneur and you're selling something, you will literally make 37% more money than the guy who is unhappy, the entrepreneur who's unhappy selling something. You will, your clients will be 42% percent 
happier, satisfied with you than if you're not happy. You will sleep better. You'll be a better problem solver. You'll be more engaged. Uh, you'll be more, um, what's the word, kind of self-transcendent, meaning you'll get out of your ego. You'll be a better leader. I could go on and on and on. Science is all there proving that if I get out of my own way and accept this power that I have, which is really that I am a creative being. I'm not here as a victim. I don't need to, you know, have everybody tell me what to do all the time. Yes, we need role models and guidance. And that's what I love do, to do is guide people and teach them about the power. But ultimately, it's in us. And we have to get connected to the intuitive part of ourselves where all the answers lie. And it's like you're expanding your mind. You know, we all talk even about quantum physics and that energy field as being sort of a, a higher consciousness, a, a very intelligent mind. Uh, so again, we're just a smaller energy field. We're part of that. We have, we mirror it literally. And so if I, if somebody said to me, if you right now said, okay, so how do I apply that day in and day out? I'd say, it's all about how you feel, what you think and what you believe. And that you need to start coming up and creating stories that serve you. We have these narratives, right, that go through our mind all the time. And they can get in the way when they're fear-based. Instead, owning your power means, wait, if I'm the person creating this amazing day in front of me, and I want to get an outcome, I have to create the story <laughs> that says, wow. This is what I want, and this is the outcome that I'm looking for. And then I start, and this is the other piece when I work with business leaders around initially, they kind of look and say, seriously, you want me, you want me to learn how to love myself? And I say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's where your power is. Like you got to know yourself. You have to accept yourself. You have to be comfortable being you. That's what happened to me in the corporate world. I was becoming so uncomfortable. I didn't like know who I was anymore. And the people who knew me then and still me know, know me now will say, wow, you're like, like you're a different person. Like, I, and I'm like, huh, I wish I could go back and I had more recordings about who I was, but I know I was very different. I was certainly not as happy and there joyful. Is so much to what you're saying. Again, there's a theme of ownership, right? Yeah. Let's let's just say, even though I'm completely on board, I mean, I, I went so far as to even read, and if you haven't yet, The, the Power in You by Thomas Troward, which tries to break down sort yes. of uh, through logic how it is that this kind of thinking yeah. and this yeah. kind of placement in, yeah. in, in your energy is really powerful stuff. Right. Let's just say let's just say someone can't even handle that. A lot of what you've been saying still makes sense because, yes, we are creative people in the very act of taking time. Before you start your day, yes. right? Talking about ownership here to just think about how you want it to go isn't is a creative act. It itself. is so, and it's not hard, right? It's very like even if even if everything else you were like, oh come on, how how am I supposed to? I'm struggling here. How am I supposed to create love myself? No, you can start by just getting clear on what you want the day to go like. It doesn't even matter if you think it's going to go that way or what right. have you. This is what I'm hearing from you, right? Yes, this is it's, exactly what I'm saying. 
it's it's the whole thing is you take the time to direct where your attention goes. Because otherwise, if you're thinking about how it's going to go wrong, then your brain, uh, and science has proven this, is a negative feedback machine, meaning it's going to try to hone in through correction on where that's at. Even if you don't believe in positive thinking and love and what have you, you're you're always going to find, if you look for trouble, you're going to find it, right? (laughs) You're looking for trouble, you're going to find it. (laughs) You know, and and so- Even just taking that very small creative act in the beginning of your day and then having that snowball over time as you correct yourself, that's the ticket there. Now, the question, the question I have for you is because you've, we know your story. We know the the challenges you've overcome. And Mm -hmm. just because you've overcome key challenges doesn't mean you never come into challenges again or that you don't right. get comfortable with where things are in life. How do you right. ever do you ever catch yourself and then snap out of it through absolutely through the creative act? Or oh what my happens? gosh! Because that's the hard part, right? It's easy to like today. Absolutely. I'm going to do it. Three weeks in, you forgot you were doing it. Yeah. No, it it can be so. Um, you can be in moments. Let's say sometimes you can be surrounded. You can be in a group of people who you know, you just are there because we're, what do we do with life? We're engaging with others, right? Life is about relationships. And sometimes you you're with somebody who doesn't understand or isn't in the same place that I am. And I have to tell you, I, I grew up learning to be somebody who, um, let's see, was very nice and positive. And I think I also, gave myself away sometimes. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean by that? Oh yeah. I know sometimes, exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you could sacrifice yourself for the other person. And I still have to catch myself sometimes about if someone else is going down the rabbit hole, I'm standing there looking at them. And a part of me literally in my mind is saying, no, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. And the nice part of me also wants to say, oh, I understand, you know, that can be so hard. And I have to stop (laughs) and say, and say, okay, I really do understand where you're coming from. And now let's talk about how can I help you move forward? You know, it's really some simple things like when you get yourself in a bind because you're with somebody else, or even in your own thinking, I can tell you, I just went through Hurricane Ian. And while I was very, very calm, at one point at the peak of the hurricane here in Southwest Florida, we also had a tornado warning go off. And I I am sitting (laughs) in my bedroom closet and and then I hear a noise in my house and I'm like, what the heck? What the heck is going on here? And you can start to go to fear. Oh, yeah. And then I said, no, I'm so calm. I blessed my house. That may sound funny, but my house is the same energy that I am. And so is the universe. And so I'm sending everything love and, you know, in a positive, loving, powerful place. But I said, you know, I still need to get up and go out into my, the rest of my house and see what's happened. Nothing was there. It was all fine. But in the moment you can go down the rabbit hole, things happen, but you do, the more of this work you do, the more you're able to, okay, I just have to stop. Like, no, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. It's a creative act. And even creative act. And even if all you're doing is 
setting the tone for yourself, let's yes. say, that still yes. puts you in a way more capable and proactive yes. position as opposed to reacting to whatever's happening. Yes. And that's very important as a leader, right? You can't be a reactive right. person and be a leader. No. It's literally, right, it doesn't right, make right. any sense. No, no I, I think it's very powerful what you're saying. And I, I'm, I'm of that persuasion of that thinking. I really am. Yeah, and that mindset. Yes. And, and it's, it's funny that uh, many leaders seem to scoff at the idea at times I've, I've heard plenty of people and, you know, they'll, they'll try to point to other science and it's like, look, even if you, you can always find whatever you're looking for. That's the point true. is what's helping you. Yeah. Does it right. help you Right. To, to try to prove those kinds of things wrong or, or yeah. find holes. Cause you, you can exactly. find exceptions to anything. Yep. The question is, are you going to be the exception in your own life? Yeah, right. Absolutely. absolutely. No, and, and I, and I love the story that you shared of an immediate sort of uh, moment where you're faced with whatever's happening in your environment and you could have responded like, let's, that's like someone finding out their top employee quit today or what have you. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, that's like a hurricane. What am I going to do? Because now, or you can just set the tone. Stay calm. Choose to to have a creative act. Yeah. Set the tone and say, yes, this is what I want to happen. And now yeah. through negative feedback and correction and, and, you know, being in the juice, if you will, right? Whatever happens, right. the toes, they stay tapping, right? Like it's like you can dance exactly. with it and, and find what you're looking for. And I think it's so powerful that that you teach this now and we we don't have much time left but i really want to get to the sure. point of this and that is what is one key thing bottom mm -hmm. line that mm -hmm. people can understand in particular mm -hmm. for business owners about mm -hmm. this flow because I, later on in, in a bit i'm gonna mm -hmm. let them know where to find you and where to get in touch mm -hmm. with you absolutely but if, but if you had to leave something behind this mm -hmm. is my bottom line leave mm -hmm. behind what should they understand about either how this works or how they could even apply it mm -hmm. uh uh today right now like the smallest exercise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so the easiest way to say it is that you have to start working on your the inside of yourself. And, you know, that can take many different um, avenues. But I would just tell you that all the science says that we have the power to literally begin the process by simply, to your point, at the beginning of every day, just take a few moments to get quiet. And this is where I would start. Put your hand on your heart. And literally, this is going to sound funny, but you're in, you're in the privacy of your home. Nobody's going to hear you. Nobody's going to watch you. You're going to put your hand on your heart and you're going to say, I love myself. I love myself. That minimal act, what it does is it activates signals in your heart. It activates, first of all, the 40,000 most powerful cells. They send signals to your brain. And now your brain is releasing all these wonderful hormones into your body, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, the big ones, right? What you've done just by doing that for a few minutes is you're setting yourself up to now have the mindset you need to do exactly what we were discussing earlier. And you said it so, so astutely when you say a creative act. Now you set yourself up for 
your creative act for the day, which is very simply sit there and think about how do I want my day to go? What do I have going on in front of me? What would be the ideal outcome if I had this magic wand, (laughs) which you do, and you could wave it over your day? Just what do you want today? Don't worry about tomorrow or next week or five years. Just start practicing with right now. And it might be, hey, the next thing I have, I'm going to a meeting or I'm going to be interviewed on a podcast or whatever. Just before I got on this podcast, I like get quiet. And I say, well, how do I want this to go? I want to have an amazing connection with these guys. I want it just to have a fun conversation. And this is the outcome I want. I just want to teach something to whoever is in my audience. That's the example, right? So whatever it is, we set ourselves up for success in the day. Now I'm a creative being. Mm -hmm. Now I'm using the gifts that I have inside of myself. It's that simple. I love it. I love it specifically, especially how you started it with the self-love thing, because it's funny. We don't think anything of loving someone else, but the minute it comes to loving ourselves, suddenly it's like, as long as I do it in the privacy of my own home, (laughs) right? It's like, that's why I said that. Nobody's going to hear you. (laughs) How is it, how is it more of a foreign concept? to love ourselves than it is to love another. It's it's literally the same. In fact, I find it more strange that we would much sooner love another than ourselves. Now, there are things taken to extremes with people who only love themselves, right? But that that's usually the exception to the rule. So I I love that you brought that up because it's so important to understand. It's not that bad. And you, in something you just said, you kind of explained why we don't do it. Because we're taught that loving ourselves makes us either a narcissist or conceited or self-righteous. None of those words have anything to do with love. That's the amazing thing. So we get it all messed up and we think, and we're even taught, you know, as kids and as you get older and depending on what your influences are, this is what I meant earlier when I said we can kind of lose ourselves to be nice to everybody and sacrifice yourself when you never really say, well, wait a minute, is this, is this going to make me feel good? Or am I going across that boundary and sacrificing? Because we are taught to love, just like you said, everyone else. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing about self-love. When you really know who you are, first and foremost, inside and out, you know, that you are more than a human being, that you're kind of an energy being, as one of my favorite scientists, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor says, she's a a Harvard-trained neuroscientist and neuroanatomist. And she says, we're feeling beings who think. So it's the feelings that do the creating. So we have to always be aware of how we feel. And that means that I not only need to know what my outer um, sort of view of myself is, like my gifts and talents and my personality and even my ego, but I need to know how do I feel? Like some people are intense feelers, some people are empaths, other people feel less but we all feel. And it's the feelings that are doing the creating. And then once you get to that place, you can begin to understand, wait, there is something greater out there that if I tap into with my intuition, my feelings get better and better and happier and calmer, et cetera. And that's where my power begins. So in knowing yourself, then you have to accept who you are. 
And sometimes we say, accept what we would call the good and the shadows. And the shadows simply mean we've all made mistakes or we've all done things we're not proud of. But that's about letting it go and and stepping into every present moment that you have and remembering, okay, I am a creative human being who feels love from my heart, who wants those thoughts to follow. I only have now. I can't, the past isn't helpful. In fact, I need to pivot out of the past and pivot into this moment. That's it. And then, so know yourself, accept yourself, and be comfortable. When you get to those two phases, you're so much more able to be comfortable in your own skin. So it's now you don't maybe do things that you think other people, I need to do so I'm approved of. Right. You don't, you have less need to be approved of and more of a need to be my authentic self. Who am I? I feel great when I'm me, even if it means oh, kind of saying things that might make people think I'm weird or make them uncomfortable, but I have to be me, right? And then the next one is all about being what I call the servant leader, which I think anyone who does the kind of work you're doing, I'm doing, people who want to uh, see the world prosper and individuals prosper is that you have to learn in self-love to transcend yourself. That means you let go of your ego. You're so comfortable in yourself. You really like who you are, that you're able to listen to other people as a leader, because that was one of the things about the corporate world that gets very difficult. Like you have to, you have to follow the messages. You're wearing your corporate suit, right? right. And sometimes you have to do the corporate speak that doesn't feel great. And so you're telling people what to do, and maybe those people don't really like it. You know, we have a lot of this going on today with, you know, a new generation of thinkers, whatever you want to call them, millennials, Gen Z, they have a different way of being in their life and what's important to them. And in the old corporate world, anyway, was always tell people what to do. They have to do it. You do it my way, not allowing people to necessarily be creative. But when you transcend yourself, especially today, it's so necessary to listen What are people telling you and how can you come to a place where you, I don't want to necessarily say compromise, but it's more about you collaborate where how can I collaborate more with the people on my team so that we get the better results. And I have a culture where people want to come to work every day, either in person or remotely, and they're inspired and they're motivated. And then the last thing about self-love says, I just have to know I'm always growing and evolving. We never stop. We always have to keep feeding ourselves with something that's going to make me feel good today, which is why I always go back to hand on heart. And what do you want to create today? Now I'm growing just because I'm thinking about that. So I know I said a lot. No, no, no. And and it's very (laughs) generous. No, no. It's very generous of you because most people won't go that distance, you know, but I can, I can see how much. You, you only have that much love to give if you have that much love for yourself, really. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I know where yes. it's coming from. And I, and I really yes. appreciate that you went the extra mile to deliver a summary of the entire process, right? Because yeah. that's, that's value. You left it all on the field. And, and I know that Thank anybody you. who needed to hear that is yeah. going to hear that. Because half yeah. the time, you don't need a new tactic. You don't need no. a new this. What you need to do is center yourself love on yourself yeah. and just trust yourself, yeah. you know, and, and, and this episode is permission yeah. to trust yourself. 
Yeah, you know? right. Uh, so, right. Uh, so with that said, uh, before before we let people know where to connect with yes. you and close things yes. out, I want to just want to give a huge shout out to one of our supporters that actually made a conversation like this possible. It's a company by the name of Pro Shark. Now they're in our community, the people who listen to the show have the slots here. We don't just open it up to anybody. And ProShark in particular is a company that focuses, like, let's take the case, an example of, let's say you find out that you're cybersecurity for your own company. Let's say you have mm-hmm. client information yep. and it was leaked. Somebody hacked into mm-hmm. it. Worst case scenario for a business, right? Mm-hmm. Well, ProShark could have helped you with that. They could have helped you with a shopping cart or a website issue, anything mm-hmm. tech related. That's in your tech stack that you haven't looked at that you sort of chose on autopilot and never looked at it again. Yeah, you might want to. And if you want somebody to walk you through that and, and you not have to trust and, you know, Jesus, take the wheel on, on your tech stack, you can reach out to ProShark and they'll help you out with that digital marketing, ads, emails, social, the whole thing. They even develop things for you like apps and things of that nature. All you have to do is tell them you heard about them on this show, The War Room, and go to ProShark.com and they'll take care of you. Now with that, Mary, where can people connect with you? Uh, Because it's been such an awesome conversation. They have to know, do you prefer a social channel, a website? What's the word? Well, my website is livingajoyfullifenow.com. So if you just put in Mary Lynn at livingajoyfullifelife.com, you'll get me. Um, the other way is to go to LinkedIn and literally just put my name in Mary Lynn Zemer and living a joyful life now.com. And you'll find me easily either way. Awesome. Awesome. Either way, now, thank you for asking that. question. Yeah. With that said, yes, we have a tradition on the show as we close things out and I hope that you'll indulge me here. There's no wrong answer. You know, uh, if you could have invited anyone to this room today with us, to have a conversation, contribute and listen in. Who would you have loved to have had here? Any point, place and time in the world and why them? Wow. Well, that's tough. I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. The answer that I feel is really the truth is that you're it, you and me, because it's all about living in the present moment. Right. <laughs> so, another little tidbit. It's about, I just wanted to be here have the conversation today, have the, see the greatest potential, you know, that we could come up with between the two of us. Right. So I want to say that I so appreciate being here and talking to you and having this interaction. It's just a conversation is really amazing, Philip. So thank you. Awesome. That I probably would pick two people. Um, and these are leading edge you know, they're thought leaders in the realm of human potential. And one is a physicist that is just about ready to publish an amazing uh, scientific paper that he's been working on, literally proving the bringing together the theory of relativity and the theory of electromagnetic energy literally has proven it with another group of a team of scientists that essentially bring together those two theories. And they now, Einstein's theory, where he says there's a unified field of energy out there, this guy has just proven that. So Einstein spent the last 20 years of his life trying to prove it, didn't have the mathematical equations. This guy's been doing it for 30 years. In the past five or 10 years, has had a team of scientists, they've proven it. And so what I've said here today is part of that. 
when we, what they literally speak to is that this unified field is an energy that is unbelievably powerful. And that as humans, we are part of that energy field. That's really what we are made of inside. We're energy beings. And we simply mimic the power of that greater consciousness, greater energy, unified energy field. It just, it it blows me away. So I'd love to have him. His name is Nassim Harriman. And then uh, a scientist that works closely with him that I follow often is Greg Braden, and he is at least a yeah. five five time New York Times best. Wow, I've heard author. his name in a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's unbelievable, and he's also he's a scientist and a spiritualist. And by spiritualist, all I mean is that uh, just as I spoke to uh, the power of your heart. A spiritual person to me is just someone who lives from their heart. That's all. They make decisions from their heart using heart-brain coherence. And he is that as well. And they're doing so much work um, to bring this information into the mainstream. Because as we all know, it's not in our traditional education system. And as long as it's not there, we need to find a way to get the information out. And that's part of my vision, by the way, is I have this vision to touch millions. I want everyone to know exactly what we spoke about here today. We are all powerful people. Um, we all have the ability to create what we want when we understand we, it's more about having the operating manual that we were never given when we were born or as we grew up. It's rare that anyone knows this. Even scientists know it, but I like to say there are simple ways of executing on it. And that's what I'm so excited about teaching and sharing. I know for a fact, if we would have invited those two to this conversation, it would have been twice as long and twice as good. Because <laughs> <It would've been laughs> we would have phenomenal. all just been back and forth. Yes. No, no. Yeah, 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 it, it yeah, is, yeah. It's as awesome choices. Listen, yeah. Mary, I can't thank you enough for opening up your heart and your life to us and being able to see direct correlations between not only someone who had success in the corporate world, you know, and had what most people are aspiring to, right? And face these obstacles that most people say, well, no one understands my pain. Quite literally, you've you've experienced I those a lot things. of pain. <laughs> and yet and yet you can still yeah. sit here and remind us about the power of taking the time yeah. to grant yourself. Mm. love for mm-hmm. you from you mm-hmm. not needing an external source and using that to yeah. fuel your leadership and i think that's very powerful and very important so thank you for stopping by today it's been a hell of a good time yeah it's been awesome philip thank you for your presence and your interest and your complete engagement with me i really really appreciate that unbelievable you you made it easy you know that right thanks (laughs) right on okay all right and i look forward to seeing you again yes count on it we will for sure okay thanks philip thanks for listening to the war room roundtable with your hosts jason miller and philip lanos please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.